Hi, and thanks for checking out our City Reach Philly podcast from wherever you are listening. We hope you are encouraged by this week's message. You guys look amazing. Give yourselves a hand because you guys look amazing today. If I'm glad you came to church, God is even more excited. So welcome to City Reach Church. We're excited today. And, you know, my brother was saying something, uh, Milton, as he was doing the offering, and this just came to my heart. And uh, I'm going to share it. And for some of you, you may not understand it, but you will one day. You know, sometimes God has a, you know, when you start your walk with Jesus, it's very personal. And it and always has that, that aspect of being personal. And it should, you know, and, and, and I think in my walk with, with, with God, it's always, it was initially, especially with just, hey, it's me and Jesus, me and Jesus, me and Jesus. And there's a few people, uh, uh, you know, alongside of me. And praise God, thank you for the amazing churches I was part of. You know, and then as God began to just call me for more, because that's what he does, he'll keep calling you. And as you start to say yes, he starts to bring some more people. And all of a sudden, it wasn't just me, but now it's my family, my wife. And God is restoring our marriage. He's restoring my family. Uh, he's restoring the relationship between me and my boys. And, and, it's just, and then all of a sudden, you start to say, oh, man, this is bigger than I thought. It's not just me. It's me and my wife. It's me and my family. And then, then all of a sudden, there's a church, right? And it's like, wow. There's a church that's bigger than me. And then all of a sudden, God said, there's a city that needs me. And all of a sudden, we get to represent him to the city and the region. And, and we're, we're beginning to do that more and more, church. But I want to tell you that there's, there's a responsibility you have. And I'm, I'm talking to everybody. This is whether it's your first day here or never been in a church or you've been in church all your life. There's a responsibility that you have. And over the last few months, I've had several people call me and tell me, and I don't know why I'm sharing this. Somebody needs to hear it. Maybe it's just two or three of y'all, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be in obedience. And, and I felt the Holy Spirit speaking to me through several people who call me from different parts of the country and say, you're an apostle. I'm like, an apostle? What is that? You're an apostle. And I'm like, an apostle. Okay. And I was brought up in church, right, in, where, where that was not really, that was just the disciples. were. But when we look at the Bible, it talks about the five Ministries, right? The teacher, the prophet, the pastor. And it mentions the, the apostle. And I'm like, well, what is that? And, and, and I've been just kind of wrestling with that thing. But a friend of mine who, who walks in this ap- apostolic mantle begins to tell me, he's like, he says, Mark, you got to understand that there's people. And he was telling me his story. And, and I'm not going to go into his story, but he was just saying that uh, in his journey, He's met some people that he needed in his life. And she was like, there's people that God has brought to my life that I need them in order to operate. But he says, guess what, Mark? They need me to operate in my function so that they can operate. And so what the Holy Spirit has been telling me is I need you to walk in the apostolic, in this mantle of, of being an apostle, so that other people can start functioning in their office. And so you have a responsibility to walk in whatever God has called you to walk in today. And that will continue to increase so that others can operate in their function. Anybody getting that a little bit today? Amen. And so I'm excited. I don't know if you can tell, but I'm excited. Amen. Today is my son's 20th birthday. Happy birthday, Joseph. (laughs) We're so proud of Jojo. (laughs) 
I was going to prophesy here, but I'm not going to prophesy today. No. <laughs> Amen. I also want to mention, um, we have a, a, a Doug Toomey here. He's, a, he's an amazing man of God who's planted churches all over the world. All over the world. We just want to celebrate you, Doug. We're so honored. Could you just stand up, Doug? I can, when I saw you, I just felt so honored. That man has some stories of faith. He's opened churches, schools, ministries, all over. And he says whenever the thing is flowing, God says, okay, I got something else for you. So he's here in Philadelphia. He's here in Philadelphia. He's been here for a couple years and they're building a, a, an amazing ministry called YWAM. It already exists internationally, but he's establishing it here. So we're just, I'm honored to have you here. In, uh, and last week we introduced a new series entitled The Kingdom Lies Within You. Or the kingdom lies within. And so once you genuinely, and I say genuinely, surrender your life and your heart to Jesus, the kingdom of heaven that's already in you comes to life. Because we're all part of the kingdom because we were created by the king. But when we're walking in this life, the Bible says we're born into sin. So in this journey called life, we have to rediscover the king. And as we discover him and we surrender, and that's a process, but as we surrender to him, the kingdom of heaven comes alive in us. And so Luke chapter 17, verse 20 and 21 says this, and he was being bombarded, Jesus, by the Pharisees. It says, now when he was asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, and Jesus answers and said, the kingdom of God does not come without with observation, nor will they say, see, here it is, or there it is, for indeed, the kingdom of God is within you. I don't know if you know how powerful that is. But we see that Jesus in the scriptures talking to people who were very well versed in the scripture, in the Bible at that time, the Torah. And these are people who taught the law. They were experts. They promote, promoted all the Jewish practices. They, they put pressure on people to be more holy, more devout. Uh, and the reality is they felt they were better than everyone else. And they promoted shame and guilt. And in some ways, they promoted the kingdom of darkness that we've been talking about. But Jesus, in his grace and his mercy, still shares with them his kingdom. Because Jesus loves us all. Whether we accept him, whether we reject him, whether we acknowledge him, whether we deny him, he loves us all. He died for us all. Can we give him glory for that? And so Jesus is teaching that the kingdom of God that was about to burst when he would burst out of that grave, right, would lie within those who would believe in him. It would be birthed in those of us who say, I believe. It doesn't take a lot of belief. It just takes a little bit of belief. Like, I just, I believe something inside of me, something in my spirit. You don't have to understand it all because your spirit already understands it. See, because the church is very good at teaching about Jesus. He was born of a virgin, and I've, I've said this last week, but I'm going to say it again. He was born of a virgin, lived a, on the earth, had an amazing ministry where he taught. He delivered the demonized. He was murdered on a cross, and on the third day he resurrected or took his life back after being dead for three days. And he burst out of a grave so that you and I could be saved from an eternity of hell. And, and the church is really good at teaching that. What the church is not so good at teaching us is some of the other reasons why. So Jesus proclaimed it himself in Luke chapter 4, verse 43, where Jesus said, I must preach the kingdom of God to the other cities because for this purpose I have been sent. 
It's one of the reasons he came is so that the kingdom of heaven, and he taught the disciples. Many of you maybe were raised in church, but he said, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth, in Philadelphia too, as it is in heaven. And so the message Jesus was bringing was the message of his kingdom here on earth, a message of hope, freedom, dominion, authority. Somebody preach about authority today. Power and of an abundant life. And we've been teaching principles here that we live by. Honor, humility, excellence, obedience, generosity. These principles are an amazing foundation for you. And we need to continue to live those. But God is challenging us and urging us to start living some kingdom principles that are built on top of these. We got to start building on what we've learned already. And we need to begin to discover the kingdom of, that Jesus was preaching about that according to him is inside of you. And so there's the two kingdoms we talked about for the last two weeks that we're exposed to every day. The kingdom of darkness, we're going to say that's this side. And then the kingdom of heaven, which is uh, this side. This is the one Jesus taught. And on this side, we talked last week that this one requires your sweat in order to bring fruit. You have to sweat here. You got to work hard. It's about all your hustle, right? And here, here, here it is, and, and that's what brings fruit. And we, all, we live here. We're familiar with the kingdom of darkness. It's all around us. We've been surrounded by it. But over here, you got the kingdom. And this soil doesn't require your sweat. It requires your faith. You just got to believe. And God is calling us to believe. This doesn't require your sweat. You know why? Because this soil is saturated with the blood of Jesus. This soil, the price has already been paid. Jesus said on the cross, it is finished. We just got to walk in it. It requires faith. This one we're familiar with. This one, sometimes we leave church and we go right back to this one. We, we, we float here for a little bit in church, but as soon as we leave, we say, I got to go hustle. I got to go. And I'm not saying we're not going to work. I'm not saying, but, but we need to say, God, I need to be where you want to be, where you want me to be, when you want me to be there, how you want me to be. So it doesn't matter if you're at Walmart. It doesn't matter if you're at Home Depot, wherever you're working, a teacher, whatever you're if you're walking in the kingdom here, there's fruit when you're doing it. And it's not a burden. But if you're somewhere and it's a burden. Over here, we talked about last, over here you're working for things. You're working to pay the mortgage. Here you're working to pay that car payment. Over here, those things are working for you. I don't know about you. It's easy to be here because this is what we're used to. But God's calling us out of our comfort zone. So I, I, I called you for more than just paying some bills. I called you to give fruit. I called you to have life. I called you to have authority. I called you to have dominion. I called you for greater. I called you for more. I need you to start walking in it. This one. This, this, over there, this soil, it'll strangle you. This one, you know, the, 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 the mission of this soil over here is to keep you from this one. This one limits God. This one says God doesn't care about you. Oh, man, I could preach that all day long. But the fact and the reality is, is that we put more trust in this kingdom than we put in this kingdom. 
I'm speaking for myself. Can I preach a little bit today? But yet Jesus talked about this more than he talked about anything else. My kingdom, God, the kingdom of heaven. This is the one he always talked about. He's, he's always inviting people to this kingdom. And it's already in you. Just the problem is many times it's inactive in us. It's dormant. But when we come to Jesus, that kingdom starts to come to life. And when you come to Jesus, all of a sudden you, people say, I feel a little bit different. Something just happened inside. What is it? It's the kingdom being revived inside of you. But nobody tells us that. Do you understand there's kingdom inside of you? Church, there's kingdom inside of you? That if we continue to limit God, we're denying the kingdom? The more we deny, ooh, can I just preach a little? When we say, I'm not going to follow that biblical principle because it doesn't pertain to me, we're denying the kingdom of God. That when the Bible says, give me 10%, we say, no, that 10%'s mine. You're denying his kingdom. Now, you give if you want to give. You give if he's calling you. I don't, I'm not here to tell you to give. I'm telling you to say, are you going to keep walking over here in strangulation? Or are you going to walk over here in life and life abundant? And he's going to show up because he said he's going to show up. Woo! But we love to be strangulated over here. We're so used to death. We believe we deserve it. Inactive, death. It's hollow over here. It's vacant over here. There's a void. It's desolate. It's isolated. It's, there's a burden here. You can continue to be held back or you can be free over here. Oh, Jesus, you paid the price so I could walk freely in authority. Romans 12, to be not conformed to this world. Be transformed. Renew your mind, church. And then you find out what his will is. Oh, man, you're here early, Yadiel. Oh, my God. Lord, have mercy upon that young man. No. Love you. I feel like I'm just starting, right? But we need to start walking in authority. Anesha, we was on point today. Because what happens when we begin to walk with Jesus, we get legal authority. There's authority. But we need to stop agreeing with failure. Stop agreeing with failure and start agreeing with God's word. The kingdom of heaven is about glory to glory. It's not about failure to failure. That's over here. That's over here. That's where we get stressed. It doesn't mean that obstacles aren't going to happen and giants aren't going to rise up. That's going to happen. But it means that we are not facing those giants and challenges from a place of defeat. We're facing them from a place of victory, confidence, and boldness. So, okay. Man, I, I talked about that kingdom enough, so let's go. See, this, this kingdom goes beyond the natural, and it supersedes the laws of this kingdom. It's like the plane we talked about last week. 
the plane, 20 tons of steel. How does that fly? Gravity, the law of gravity says you can't fly. You're too heavy. But we talked about the kingdom of heaven is like the, the law of Newton's law of motion, which says gravity, you're for real. But if I get enough thrust, there's another law that supersedes you. And that plane will fly. That plane will fly. It's not because it cancels gravity. It supersedes it. And the kingdom of heaven supersedes the laws of the kingdom of darkness. And this over here, this is limited. And this makes you walk to California in 120 days instead of flying to California in six hours. And he's saying, church, it's time to stop walking. It's time to start flying. We need to open our minds. We got to become the sons and daughters he already created. There's 7,000 promises in the Bible for his sons and his daughters. Oh, man. All right, here we go. I got a lot, but I'm going to just end with this. See, Adam and Eve had, had everything in the garden. They had everything. But because they sinned, they disobeyed like we do, right? We're no better than them. God took their authority away, and he, and he had to give it to the enemy, right? He gave it to the enemy. And so the enemy's walking around with authority, laughing at man, and here's Adam sweating. Remember, he's got to sweat now because he gave up that authority. Hustle, pain, toil. The disciples fishing in the natural. We talked about where they went. There's no fish, Jesus. But then Jesus comes on the, on the scene, and he says, guess what, devil? That authority that you have for a while, I'm giving it back to man. I'm giving it back to man. I'm going to share something here. Bear with me. See, God said this. On the seventh day, he made, he made all the creation. I'm going to end with this. He made all the creation, and on the seventh day, he rested. He didn't rest because he was tired. He rested because he was finished. And when he was finished, he said, Adam, there's the authority. But sin happened. And Jesus comes on the scene. And Jesus said the same thing. It's finished. Now my man can walk in authority. He went to hell and took the keys of authority and dominion. And he handed them to Judy. He handed them to David, to Gabriel. He handed them to Terrell. But it's up to you if you're going to grab those keys of authority and dominion so we can get out of this kingdom of darkness. We can start walking in boldness. Oh, God, because I'm your son, there's no limits. I'm going to end with this. Yesterday I was at a conference. And I had no expectations, really none. And I went, and it was, it was really powerful. And the, the guy who spoke, was he was hilarious. He was powerful. But he shared this story. He's been traveling for years. He's a pretty well-known speaker. And, and he goes to big corporations. And he, he's, a, he's a pastor too. But he, he shares, you know, they, they invite him to headquarters of Verizon, of Home Depot, of all these places. And he shares and he was telling me that he travels for the last 12 years, travel, travel. He's always at the airport. And he says he was at the terminal waiting there. And he said it was one of those days, if you've been to the terminal, there was little kids everywhere making noise, crying, throwing fries at him. 
you know, he's just trying to be cool <laughs> at the airport terminal. And he sees a friend of his. And he says, oh, and they, they hug. And say, I haven't seen you. What are you they, they catch up. And then his friend said, hey, let's go to the Admiral's Club. He said, the Admiral's Club? Has anybody seen the Admiral's Club when you go to the... If you go to the airport, there's like this fancy place. It's called the Admiral's Club. And then my friend, the guy who spoke, he told him, we can't go there. That's just for the pilots and the flight attendants. That's the Admiral's Club. We can't go there. He says, no, man, I, I got enough points. I'm part of the... Come on, let's go. So they go into this Admiral's Club. He said when he walked in there, he said the doors opened without him touching the doors. He heard trumpets. Ah, da, 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 da. He says it was like heaven, like the pearly gates. He said there was a place that you could, you could take a nap over there. You could take a shower over here. If you want quiet time, hey, there's, there's internet, free internet. You can get whatever you want. There's food in the Admiral's Club. And, and the lady says, all you have to do is sign here and your friend can sponsor you. And so he signed in and he was like, wow, I never knew that I could be in here. Telling his friend, thank you so much for inviting me. Man, this is going to be great. Those kids are not throwing fries at me. There's no ketchup on my clothes. He was excited. And so he went. He started enjoying. Then the lady called him. Sir, I need you to come over here, Chris. He said, oh, man, they're going to kick me out. She said, yeah, yeah, what's going on? They said, you know, Mr. Mr. Songson, I, I, I want to tell you something. We checked your information when you put your, your, um, your flight, your, your, your number, I don't forget what you call it, the frequent flyer number. They said, you've been a member of this for seven years. You had an appointment. You've been a member for seven years. He said, seven years? I could have been in here taking a shower, not sweaty in the plane. You got to be kidding me. No, you've been a member for seven years. Church, we're a member over here. You've always been a member. You've always been a member. You've always been a member. But sometimes we choose darkness because it's all we know. It's all we're familiar with. But church, I feel in my heart that some of you are saying, I'm going to start walking in my membership. Church, can we stand today? Can we stand? Can we stand today? Faith. It just needs you to believe. That's it. Just got to believe. Just got to believe. That's all he's asking for. Believe. Believe. That was a, this a message at 9 o'clock. Believe. Just believe. Just believe. Just believe. Let's not complicate this. He doesn't want to change everything about you today. This is a journey. He's just saying, you can stay over here in darkness or you can choose to believe that there's something greater. That there's someone greater. Because that rest we're talking about is only found in Jesus. He says, for my burden is light. He says, my yoke is easy. But you have to choose him. So we can, can we just close our eyes for a moment? Because the Holy Spirit is ministering to our hearts. And Heavenly Father, I thank you for your presence in this place. I thank you for what you've been doing since we walked through the door. Even before we got here. Even as we were getting ready, God. You are already speaking to us. Wow. We thank you, Lord. With every eye closed, 
I'm going to count to three. And if you're ready, you say, man, I'm ready. I, I want to just, you're ready to believe just even a little bit. I'm going to count to three. I need you to raise your hand. One, two, three. Just raise your all over the room. Just raise your hand. I'm ready to believe. I'm ready to believe. I don't want fruit to come out of my sweat. I want fruit to come out of the bloody shed on the cross. And I'm ready to walk in that. Yes, church, can we raise our hands with everyone else? Thank you guys for raising your hands. I know it's not easy, but it takes a little bit of faith. It takes you to, 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 take, a, a, to take up the challenge. And he's challenging you today to believe, to believe, to believe. And I'm going to challenge you guys a little bit more. If, if you know that you know that you know that you know, I need you to just come forward. And someone may pray for you or someone may not pray for you, but you're going to take steps forward. And as you take steps forward, you're taking steps out of the kingdom of darkness. And you're walking towards the kingdom of heaven. And so that's why I'm asking you to do it, not to embarrass you, not to make you feel a certain kind of way. I'm telling you, you got to start moving. You got to leave some things behind. You got to leave some relationships behind. There, there, there is some things you got to do. So I challenge you. As the worship team worships, you're going to step forward and he's going to start revealing his kingdom to you in the name of Jesus. Thanks for listening this week. We hope you enjoyed the message. Please subscribe, rate, and comment on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you listen on. Have a blessed week.